Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. on 1490 AM, WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Welcome to Biker Life Radio. I'm Chuck. And Deb. And we are so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a fantastic show lined up just for you. And Biker Life Radio is for those who are inspired to ride and those who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique with real life stories that will help you discover your purpose, achieve true freedom, and define your destiny. All right, fantastic. And we have some sponsors we need to give a shout out to as well, Deb. Absolutely. Our sponsors for this show is the Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you are ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind, and seat in the saddle, let's get this show rolling. And let's do a twist of the wrist. (laughs) So over the weekend, we actually got to have some bike time. Wind therapy. Absolutely right. You know, I sort of like the idea of the wind therapy, but I was thinking about that when I was riding. You know, it's not the same. Let's think, think about it this way. And I know it's a term that people use, and I get it and all that. Okay. But I'm a little bit different, right? Yes. You know, what if you were just to stand out on a hill and the wind was blowing? Is it going to be the same kind of therapy, wind therapy, windmill therapy? <laughs> windmill therapy, maybe. No. Wind therapy. Yeah. No, it's on the road therapy. Right. It's when you're on the road, the therapy. Now the wind is in your face, but it's only because you're moving. It's not necessarily because it's windy, right? Right. So, And it was pretty windy when we were out riding. But what if I'm just standing in the road? Is that road therapy? No. You Well, you have to be riding. You have to have be on two wheels, three wheels. You have to be on a motorcycle. That's my terminology. Okay. I mean, if you say wind therapy, I get it. It's like one of those cliche things. Or, it is. I don't it's know if cliche is the right word or not, but one of the uh, fads or... The phrase that everybody says for me. And there's nothing wrong with it. I enjoy it. I just happened to think about it while we were riding today. That's and funny because that, I did too, actually, but I didn't know did how else hurt, to Deb? describe it. <laughs> Shut up. It didn't hurt? No, it felt good. So, but you can't describe it. No, I, I can't remember exactly what I was thinking, but I kept going, you know, this is so much more than wind therapy. It is a, a time to kind of get centered and reconnect. And it's not really, in my mind, therapy in that regard, because the wind, you're right. I, I was struggling a little bit this time with my helmet, and I don't know what that, you know, that was not fun to be doing that kind of a wind therapy when I'm I was having to... fun watching all the struggle in my rearview mirror. <laughs> yeah. Did you really see oh, yeah. it? Because I kept wondering. I'm like, oh, gosh, oh, is yeah, he watching me? It. I'm like, if I can take both hands off and tighten it some more, maybe I could just, like, get out of my brain and enjoy the ride. But it was a struggle, and that's some of the difficulties at times, you know, that you deal with. If you're riding through rain, you're therapy is not happening at the moment so you know it's, it's interesting <laughs> where this show, go, show goes from time to time and and just as i'm about to think of something you you pull something like that on me and now i forget what i was going to talk about because i thought it was really good because it had to do oh i now i remember because it had to do with wind therapy okay so wind therapy is like any you know how about this i'll just call it invisibility therapy invisibility therapy wait you better explain that one well what's the difference it's like when i get on the bike i become invisible I disappear. 
in okay. my head, in my mind, you know, I sort of escape from reality, if you will. So it's and the sort of just ozone. Just get lost in the ride. Ozone therapy. Because I do just kind of like zone out too sometimes. And ozone I gotta make sure therapy. Ozone therapy. <laughs> Bimbo therapy. I mean, no, I'm sorry. Whoops. Yeah. Did you really no, I, say no, that? No, that's just, there was an itch on my forehead. Oh, yeah. And I was that's thinking, the word that Bimbo just happened. came out. <laughs> I had to itch it on my forehead. Yeah. Uh, you're just bad at trying to cover some stuff. Whatever. Up. I, Whatever. You know, just was, I didn't say that. You, you I weren't think saying I it, it to me. I know that. Anyway, so it will uh, stick with the wind therapy. Every makes everybody happy and feel feel comfortable. And so, so yeah, we started out and we decided that we were going to at least go for a short ride. I just didn't feel like, you know, it doing anything but riding. Right. And that's what we did. And I did something a little bit different than I normally do. And it really felt strange, I will tell you. Oh, tell me, because I know you did something different, but I don't know if what you're thinking about is what I'm thinking about. More than likely, we're on the same page, More Deb. More than likely. Why don't, why don't you go ahead and share what you think that well, is? Well, I think what's different is that you led the ride. <laughs> See? No, I, I didn't think that. I usually ride. I leave the ride. You don't usually. We usually share it between the two of us. But when we don't have a select destination, which we did not this past weekend, you know, you just say, "Okay, go for it, Deb. Go." And uh, and then it's like wherever it goes, it goes. Well, I couldn't leave my, you know, wind therapy in your hands <laughs> yeah. when I needed it so badly. You might have really been healed today had you let me lead. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, no questions asked. We'll keep moving on. Yeah. And so, so what, what was do? different was is I left the house in shorts yes. and tennis shoes yeah. without a helmet on. I know. And wearing a tank top. Yes, so not the way you normally ride. No, ever. that's not my riding gear, if you will. But, you know, here's my weird thinking. We're about ready to go to Aruba, and I didn't want to show up uh, to be a white boy. <laughs> and we're doing something weird with what little bit of hair that I have. Actually, we're I don't have hair. And I didn't want to be hideous to people. I know people get scared uh, around me because I, I'm such so hideous <laughs> looking. And so I'm trying to not be so hideous. I'm just trying to be, I, I don't want to scare people. I, I'm, it bothers me that, that my looks frighten people. So I want to try, change that a little bit. And I thought maybe getting a suntan would, would do good. And since we're going to Aruba, you know, I won't look like where? a white boy. Aruba? What did I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what'd I say? Aruba. <laughs> well, we're going to Aruba. 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 <laughs> Aruba. A yoga. That's the way we'll do it. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so here we are on Biker Life Radio. Just having a good old time, and we're glad you're here to have it with us. So anyway, so yeah, it was quite a different feeling so that I could get this suntan. You got and, some vitamin D, definitely. Oh, I did. needed the vitamin and D for sure. And rather than just little, you know... Red. Now you're red on the head. Red on the head. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Rather than suntan and well, it'll sun. be, it'll be dark. You know it. You it'll, know right. That's part of my hideous looking is that I get I turn dark. Also. I think you're trying to it's make sure that dark. people show up to our live events so they can so see they can your see hideousness. Hideous me. Yeah. That's all right. You know, all right. it's not the first time they pointed their fingers at me. <laughs> and, and laughed. Said, yeah. And they said, there's the bad guy. <laughs> the hideous looking dude oh, there. Oh, gosh. Can you believe that guy over there? My goodness. Anyway, sometimes you just got to accept what you are, folks. And 
I get it. That's uh, thanks for sending me all the emails that you've been getting about my El Grande head and about how hideous <laughs> I look. Oh gosh, it's been a great thing for my confidence, and uh, <laughs> I just keep moving forward. Deb. Yeah, I get it. And, and so anyway, I got on the motorcycle looking like a complete hideous fool, <laughs> <laughs> like an unsafe motorcyclist at times. Yeah, uh, and and it was interesting to be able to ride that way. Of course, I want my guards up just a little bit more. Good. But then that's at first, and then I want to relax it because I believe if you focus on it too much, well, then you may create something. You kind of attract some of that. Yeah, so yeah. I just have to rest into it and, and believe that everything is going to be just fine and keep my eye on the road, except for when you're having problems with your helmet. That's when I want to look in the rearview mirror. Yeah. So you were not struggling with that this trip whatsoever, but, you know, I did. And I actually wore a helmet that I normally do not ride long distances in okay and so it's one that i use for training so it's just kind of a short so why did you jumper. pick that one then because i wanted i'm like you were going to aruba and i wanted some sun in my other helmet i don't get as much sun on my face and so i really made sure that i wore the right clothing even though i did wear a shirt and long pants i made sure it was short sleeves so that i could soak up as much vitamin d as possible too so okay but, so anyway, here yeah. we are. We decided to leave. I'm that uh, guy in my shorts. The only thing is missing is a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> or and, an e-cig. Yeah, something like that. Smoking Frank. And uh, so, so anyway, we decided we're, we're, we actually, I took Deb down this back way on this one of the new roads in the uh, that goes through the city. And actually, Deb, I thought about the ride before I get, since it just popped in my mind. It's a four-county ride. Did you know that? Yes. Well, I noticed that as we were going. Yeah. Yes, we hit four counties on our trip today. It was It was cool. a four-county route. They're two miles apart, and it was four miles, and that was our <laughs> ride today, two miles. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe 200. I think we No, probably... we didn't quite get to 200, but right around 120. Okay. So anyway, we went through this new road that goes through uh, Lakewood Ranch over here, and they've got another one coming up, which is going to be, what is that one I told you about today? Um, is a, not... uh, Lorna. No, no, no that, Lorraine, that's where we Lorraine... went to... Lorraine Road is going to go all the way through. We actually right, went out we to Verna Bethany, I think. No, we were on Lorraine Road and then, oh, Lakewood Ranch. Lakewood Ranch Road is going to go all the way through. Okay. And they're almost finished all the way through. I mean, when I say that, I mean all the way through to Fruitville. That'll be So huge. you've got the road going from State Road 64. I'm sorry for those listeners on the podcast here that aren't local, but it's, it's, it's quite a distance. And so 64 all the way down the Fruitville Road in Sarasota is a nice road. These beautiful roads, and they're just nice to ride on. And so then we went up and we went uh, east out on Fruitville Road. And as we go east, we, you know, I remember, you know, we used to live out there when we first moved to Florida, guys. We actually were invited down some from for, for some friends of ours that we knew in North Carolina when we stayed there. And so they they did. Uh, what like a lot of people do, they invited us, and yep. we talked about this on the show before. If you're going to invite us, be very careful, be ready, because it's just might be that we'll take you up on it. Well, we took them up on it, and we came down, and we ended up living down here because of that visit, yes. and we, we got to live with them, which was really a blessing. And we lived actually in a barn, well, an apartment and above the it, barn, right? But it was in a barn, yep. and they had a ranch, and they had a barn, and then above the barn was on an apartment and it was a hot, hot. apartment because it was only wind 
window units, and I think I saw a window unit. I saw unit. a window unit today yeah. in it, and I just had to chuckle because I did not remember the window unit being there. Um, there was one when we stayed there, and it was on the very end oh, of the apartment, and it, there's no oh, yeah. way that it cooled the entire no, apartment it just never whatsoever. Would. So and it so, was And we came down at the hottest part of the year. I remember when we came down, they broke a record for heat that year, and it was like July and August when we came down, and we actually lost some animals. The girls uh, never forget the animals that we lost. <laughs> what were they? Hamsters. hamsters. Yes. I put some hamsters outside. I was inside spraying for bugs. I think that's what it was, and I yes. didn't want to kill them. You moved everything outside. <laughs> I didn't want to kill them the with hamsters. the bug spray. And uh, sure enough, you kill them with the heat. I instead. didn't kill them. The heat killed them. How was I'm a, I? Was I new to no Florida. Idea. How was I supposed to know those poor yeah, things? That's right. Anyway, so that's what we did. We took a little detour off Fruitville Road and went to this back ranch area. Took sort of a guess because we hadn't been back there in so long. Right. And I got lucky that it was it. I was about ready to turn around because even the road says it's a dead end. Right. It does. And, yeah. and so we got down. I was like, oh man, this isn't it. But no, we just kept going. And then when I saw that little, almost like little half round about then i knew we were there well now you know I where you knew go we around the tree yeah. to the right when we went a slight right and yeah. a slight left yeah as soon as i saw that big straightaway because that's where i saw the alligator cross the road right. when we first moved here. yeah that's so, what i was going to talk about on the way back so anyway we checked that out got a picture snapped that came back out and as we're riding back out i'm thinking about that too because i remember you saw an alligator then we saw a rattlesnake yes a huge rattlesnake and i'm thinking on the way out oh we're going to see another rattlesnake because their guy was out mowing, mowing. his field and mm-hmm. i thought oh, okay we'll see another huge rattlesnake because he's chasing them but what we saw instead was absolutely beautiful it was two young come on deb deer oh deer yeah oh, you see okay. where are you you got I, your deer. i'm like thinking you about i'm thinking about that headlights over there is so, what you yeah, look like that's right it was a little fawn and an adult deer yeah. and they were oh, i don't was, think they were they look like fawns is what they are they were yeah two. that's the baby because yeah. as soon as we they passed like it its little tail started going it was like and that's why i smiled <laughs> at you i'm like look at that little tail it's so cute it's just going crazy yeah so like that was dog. really neat part of the trip yeah and then we headed out east and uh it was a nice ride we went uh what did we go from there we went up uh, all the way up to our to sta- uh, um come on help me out here we went all the way up to state what was road the street 70? we went on state road 70 Yes, okay. State Road 70 took us all the way out to Arcadia. Then yep. we went up to Hernando And then we County. took a little, uh, we went down through downtown Arcadia rather than going around like most people took us uh, or we, when we went We've in been. groups in that way. Mm-hmm. So we went downtown. And by the way, I think they're going to be having an Arcadia bike That's fest coming up soon. That's where the Arcadia bike fest is so going to be in neat, November. Need to see what it was like without anybody there. It's like an old downtown it was. area. Yeah. Real, really neat. They yeah. had that saloon there. Next time we're going to go to that saloon. Yeah, it's an, a Western saloon. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So then we, from there, then we kept, then we started heading north mm-hmm. uh, up on, I don't know what road that is. 17. Yep. Highway and, 17. And then my gas, I, I ran out of, I ran out of gas. I had to switch over to reserve and we got gas before we left, but apparently I wasn't paying attention because as I was filling up, I was watching this guy. I thought he was you know, needed some direction. He had a boat on the boat. back end and come to find out he is waiting for us, I guess, to back out so he, he can make the turn and get all the way through. So we're sort of rushed. And I guess I didn't fill up all the way. And so we pulled over, got that taken care of, had a great trip. But then we started heading west, back home. Heading home. And huh? uh, got hit in a little bit of rain. No well, big deal. Yeah. The, the roads were a little wet. That was the first thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can handle that. That's and then because sprinkle, we missed all the rain. Right. Sprinkler two, you know, I'm good with that too. And then all of a sudden, the deluge came and so well it was a real quick one and then again remember i'm in shorts and a tank top and no helmet and leading (laughs) 
right yeah, through the course. rain. Uh, why, of why, course. Why would it be otherwise? <laughs> anyway, and it just started dr- pounding. It and did. so now, Deb, when you look over here, I look like all these polka dots on me, don't I, from all the drops? Y- you do. I there think were giant, there were like three-inch drops that came out of the sky. Almost hail, like golf ball-sized <laughs> hail started pelting us, too. And we just like rode right through it like champs. Yeah, it was different. And I was like, man, it was something because there were big drops. They were. And I was grateful, though, and I saw it. I could see it. At first, it was... It was I saw up the road there was a blank spot in the rain. I don't know if you saw that or not. There was so yeah. there was no rain a little ways up the road. But in between now and that spot, I lost vision altogether. I got so much rain all of a sudden. I guess when a vehicle passed, all of a sudden there was a lot of water on my glasses, and I actually couldn't see for a couple of seconds. And but finally, you know, I just got up there. I got to that you know blank spot where there was no rain, and then we we're all good to go. And there's nothing wrong with a little bit of rain. Actually, you know cooled us down a little bit. It was good for the motorcycle. Uh, I'm just glad it was just for a short just burst. A, right. I'm glad it was a short time too. And that was, you know, I kind of had that same moment. I kept trying, trying to dip down and get protection from the windshield, but then I'm looking for two what? different. So, well, just because it was, you know, kind of pelting me in my forehead when I, since I was having helmet issues <laughs> and, and now I'm looking through a couple different layers of like, you know, watered up goggles kind of a thing. It was just not pretty. So I was struggling a little bit with that too. I probably lost consciousness for a moment or two before we popped out of the heavy downpour, but it was, it was a good ride. And thank you so much for leading that. So hey, it was, was a great, great ride. I really enjoyed it. It was the most fun watching you suffer back there with your helmet. Uh-huh. Um, I got to see you doing all these things that remind me of your little high school picture where you put your hand on your chin. <laughs> oh man, you just have to embarrass me every single show. All these little things that you were doing back there and I just kept riding and riding and and I was looking for a place to pull over but matter of fact I thought about pulling over at the open road yeah we could have but that's a you know I wanted to ride that's all I wanted to do right and did you notice though at the open road we got to divert just for a moment they actually put pavers down instead of all that dirt from what I noticed that was kind of cool I just I was too busy because people were turning yes and I had to watch the road because that's what I do I know. Well, I'm you're, you're always you. looking left. I don't know how you happen to be looking right that time. I know the open one road thing was about to my Deb, right. guys, is we're we're in the cage. Deb always looks left. <laughs> she looks left. She what she says is she's looking at the rearview mirror. But no, she looks left for no reason. But I know what it is. She's just in her mind, and her mind always takes her to the left. To Weird the left, stuff. To the left. Anyway, we've gone on really long here. Um, <laughs> so it looks like what we're gonna have to do is take a quick break, and we will be right, right back. back. Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, where hairdressing is our passion. Your spotlight experience begins with a hands-on, learn-by-doing approach. A true salon experience. We create entrepreneurial hairdressers with endless opportunities. Financial aid available for those who qualify. Got a creative flair. A passion for people. A desire to be a leader in the fashion industry. Then call our Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado at 719-390-9898. Again, that number is 719-390-9898 or visit www.coloradosprings.tonaguy.edu. To learn more about our school in Kerdalen, Idaho, call 208-930-1276. Again, that number is 208-930-1276 or visit www.curdaline.tonaguy.edu. You know a career in beauty is right for you. Now choose the cosmetology school that puts the spotlight on you. 
attend the Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy. All right, welcome back. So last week, I happened to be on Facebook, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I saw a post uh, that came by, and it indicated that a veteran had passed away with no family members, and it was asking for people's participation in it. And I thought it was pretty neat, and we would have showed up, but we unfortunately had to work that day. And But they did have a great turnout. Actually, it, it became viral. I believe it was a viral post that went out, and a lot of different people participated from all over. And I even think later, I saw that it might have gone around the nation, different news places, maybe all the way out to California, that this made big news. So well, we thought we'd mention it. You've got some information on it, Deb, so go ahead and take it away. All right. So, you uh, you know, you're absolutely right. It it first looked a little hokey to me because it's almost like a snapshot of a newspaper article and then someone had circled it in yellow. Right. And so you just don't know these days what comes through, whether it's fact or fiction. And so I think it did go viral. And some of the statistics, the deceased is Edward Pearson, and it was stated that he had no existing family members to participate in his honor ceremony. Um, the pavilion in Sarasota, National Cemetery holds 3,200 people, and they recorded it was standing room only, and they estimated over 4,000 people that did not know this service member showed up in honor to honor him at his service. So he served the U.S. Army from 1962 to 1964, went on to become an engineer. His career was with the Marriott Hotel Company. And, you know, this is just a great example of bikers Bikers doing doing good good. because many of the people that were quoted in the article talked, you know, they were Legion members. They were people of service or people that were serving as family members of service members. And, you know, it just shows that we are bigger. That's right. We are a bigger unit together and standing for those um, And you can see there were people from all walks of life that were there to celebrate his life and to go and to actually be members of his family. Right. Uh, Though they were not direct uh, relations to him. They were, in essence, his brothers and sisters, right. uh, and fellow family members that respected his service, his time, his dedication, and felt strongly enough that they right. didn't want someone to pass away without representation and serve an appreciation for the service. And I think that was just a really cool way to stand up and have our local communities you know, just kind of rally together for someone they yeah. didn't even know. And yeah, that's amazing. A lot amazing. of different groups came together. A lot of people went out there. What was the number of people? 4,200? What was oh, it? Over 4,000, they over said. Over 4,000 so, people. Right. Because it, the the pavilion could only and, hold 3,200. And, and it, it was, was a weekday. So right. I'm certain if this had been on a weekend, that number would have been quadruple. I, be, I bet you it had double digit, you know, like 10,000 people out there. Right. Maybe more, maybe 16, 20,000, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? So it but was just I, an I amazing But I just think it's really turnout. cool that uh, that it really was pulled off and people were able to do it. Now, there's just a post on Biker Life Radio on our Facebook page. So if you just skim through that, you'll be able to find some information on that. Um, so again, another part of Bikers Doing Good. And we're going to continue because we have another one, don't we, Deb? Absolutely. So there were some bikers that um, there was a motorcycle accident. And let me just kind of gather my facts here. There was a motorcycle accident. This article actually I found in the comicsands.com website. And so there was a motorcycle accident and this person 
Darren's church. She is a registered nurse stopped to help in the accident. Oh, yeah. um, she came up upon that motorcycle accident um, with multiple bikers injured. Yeah, because they all collided or something. So there was a string of bikes and bikers on the road is what it sounded like. So Correct. Go ahead, Absolutely. And so at what a medical professional or anyone that's had any medical training do is you stop. She would pull over. And she was in her car with her daughter, right? Right. Okay, I'll go ahead and let you continue with the story. And she so she stopped to help and comfort the victims until the emergency vehicles and first aid responders could actually yeah, and come. She, and the reason I brought brought up her daughter in the car is because she left her daughter in the car and she parked the car further enough aback so, so that, that her daughter, daughter had didn't have to see and experience those things. Correct. So um, she was wise in that respect also. So go ahead. Yes, absolutely. So this is a motorcycle group called the Milwaukee Iron, a Kokomo, if I'm saying that right, Indiana group. And um, they stayed in touch with her via Facebook because they just valued and appreciated the service that she gave to them um, in that particular situation. So they saw that her daughter was actually going to do a lemonade stand. And so what the club decided to do is stop by the daughter's lemonade stand for a glass of lemonade. There were 30 plus motorcycle <laughs> members that stopped to buy a glass of lemonade from a woman's daughter that stopped to comfort comfort five of the group riders that day. And it, the funny thing is, is they had been following her for a period of time. And it was actually over a year from the time that accident happened that those motorcyclists showed up to support the daughter for her lemonade stand. So it's just, again, another, you know, it's just a cool thing that bikers are just so much more than what anybody and, thinks and, of them as. And yeah, and, and actually what it was is they were actually I don't want to, I, I'm going to say this in a way, repaying the mother for her kindness. So her mother started the kindness by being there. In fact, later on after this year, the mother, I don't know her name. You might have it over there. She was able to get together and she recognized some faces that she helped that day. And they showed their gratitude for her. And it was just a neat sort of reunion of her kindness. And basically, um, you know, the bikers were just, Re, repaying. Give me another word for it. Right, uh, just showing just, their appreciation. That's right, just, showing their appreciation for her through helping her daughter out at the lemonade stand. And maybe a lot of you saw that there was a that was another sort of a viral post that went around where you see all these bikers lined up at a homemade lemonade lemonade stand, stand and, yeah. a, and a young lady sitting there selling it off the side of the road. So that's pretty cool. You know, it was not something you'd obviously see every day. Right. So definitely kudos to Darren Sturch, which was was the registered nurse that stopped. Very good, kudos. Um, And Milwaukee Iron is the motorcycle group that paid homage to her assistance and help uh, a year later by supporting their daughter with the lemonade stand. So I think that's a, just, a, and again, another representation of, you know, what you would normally think of this Milwaukee Iron tough motorcycle riding group of people. You know, we're, we're humans. We have hearts. We give back and we want to stick together. So I thought that was a pretty amazing story. I think so. I think it was a really good story. Very good story. So I appreciate you covering that, Deb. And now we're going to finish up this segment with... 
Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> if you have been listening to our show at all, you know that we talked a lot about Rolling Thunder in May, Memorial Day, and there was a lot of transition happening. Because it was that. supposed to have been the last one. We actually traveled up there, and so it was supposed to be the last Rolling Thunder, and apparently not. Well, Maybe yes. in a different way. Technically, it yes. was the last Rolling Thunder because okay. the AMVETs have stepped up to the plate, and they will be hosting a Memorial Day weekend 2020 ride to honor the military members who were missing in action. However, they're calling it Rolling to Remember. So I like that. That's Rolling good. Thunder is no more. Um, oh, and this is man. Rolling to Remember. So they're going to try and make sure that they do a good balance of something new. But also says the National Executive Director is uh, Joe Shenley, is a U.S. Marine veteran. And uh, Rolling Thunder plans to continue to do small events, as they mentioned when we were there, you know, kind of maybe on a lo- more local level. Um, but across the country and raise awareness for the U.S. prisoners of war and service members missing in action. So kudos to AMVETS. They did recently, I think it was about a week, week and a half ago, made it an official announcement that they are stepping up to the plate to take over Rolling to Remember. Rolling to Member, very good. I like that. And also they've been having some sponsors step up to help out for Rolling to Remember, and I think actually Harley-Davidson was one of the main sponsors in that. So uh, if that's true, way to go, HD. Yes. So Another big announcement that I thought was really neat that I wanted to be sure and share with our listeners is Indian Motorcycles announced that they were sponsoring the inaugural Woman Riders Relay. Now, for those that may not be familiar with it, um, the relay actually entered the United States on the 25th of September in Maine, there's 18 different legs before they're in the passing of the baton as they cross through the United States, and they will be here until next Saturday on October 12th. So, you know, Indians stepped up. Here's a little bit of statistics about women riders. Some numbers from 2009 were women riders were about 10% of the riding community, and in 2018, just simply nine years later, women now make up 19% of that riding community. So, Kudos to the ladies. If you may not be familiar, there is a website, Women Riders Relay, uh, Women Riders World Relay, I apologize. Um, But you can go out and take a look at it. They are actually spanning the entire globe with this ride. And they're just doing amazing things. I've tried to follow them from time to time on Facebook. And they are just amazing, the things that they're doing. They're going through Minnesota and New York, Iowa, South Dakota. I looked to see if there was any way I could possibly participate if they were coming close to Florida. And unfortunately, they're staying to the northern part of the United States. So it just doesn't work for me to be participating in it this year. But that doesn't mean there won't be another opportunity. So so Again. that's pretty neat. So actually, it's they're going around the globe yes. is what they're doing. It's a around the world relay. Uh, Women Riders World Relay. So they are I mean, traveling that's too cool. the entire I, world. I, I wish we would have got more news on this prior to. It's like a lot of times things aren't getting out. And that's where I want to try to help, hope that we can change that a little bit. We try to get some heads up on these things and get this out for people so that you can have uh, you know advanced knowledge of them. That's one of the things we want to try to do. But even for us, I mean, we're just there's so much out there and we just got to get more involved, I guess, connect to more people 
and different genres and that kind of thing. Right. Um, so we're going to try to do our best because I would have really liked to try to promote this a little bit more because how neat is that? It is. I mean, I've never neat. even heard of something like that. So that's that's pretty pretty darn cool. And then with the ladies being involved, yeah, mo, mo better. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So actually, I found them on Facebook quite some time ago. But it's sometimes it's difficult when you're looking at Facebook posts to really keep track of what's really happening because you get these like little sound bites and messages that pop up. And so you don't always get the entire story of exactly what's going on. But I knew they were coming to the USA and I knew that I wanted to see what I might be able to do to participate and a little too late. And like I said, they just aren't coming to our area. However, I think it's kind of cool. They're leaving Texas, which is kind of my birth state. So that's kind of a neat thing. Kinda. It is. It is. It is. is. I was born in Texas, so I'm a Texan at heart and they're going to actually be going through Texas when they leave the USA. Well, too cool. And when does that get started again? I wish they had more news coverage. That would be really neat to see. Right. Uh, They actually entered the U.S. in Maine on September 25th, and they will be exiting the USA on October 12th, which is this coming Saturday. So. So that in it ought to be encouraging to the ladies out there. If you happen to be thinking about writing, yes. maybe you thought maybe you'd like to write at one point in your life and somehow things slipped away and maybe you're looking at riding again. Well, we want to encourage you to do so because ladies, you see what's going on from 10% to what, Deb? 19, 19% almost 20%. Mm-hmm. Actually, the market of women riders is increasing, increasing quickly. so rapidly that the motorcycle companies are trying to target the women. So women, you know, it's just not a guy's thing anymore. anymore. And actually, women are more able to participate probably now than they ever have. And now that they've got their own type of events, I mean, Snow Queen's got the event that's going on up in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, And they've got all sorts of things just involved solely for ladies. So I want to encourage you as... Uh, Deb's Sup- husband. Por- supporter of Lady Riders. <laughs> as, a, as a biker myself, get yes. out there and ride. Absolutely Go do right. it. Take the class. Look up Deb. Get out there and take the class and get on the road. You can thank us later. That's we'll right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Our sponsor today is Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy. If you desire to be a leader in this fast-growing cosmetology industry, then contact Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado at 719-390-9898. Again, 719-390-9898. Or visit coloradosprings.tonyguy.edu. For more information about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, call 208 208- Nine three zero one two seven six. Again, that number is two zero eight nine three zero one two seven six. Or visit them at cordelaine.tonyguy.edu, or visit the Chuck and Deb Show sponsor page for more information. All right, welcome back. We're so grateful and thankful that you're still with us. We've we've run across something quite interesting that maybe a lot of our listeners already know about, but we had no idea, no clue that it had existed. And that's okay because we're going to continue to find things like this because the motorcycle community is huge. huge. There's a lot of diversity when it comes to motorcycles, dirt biking, trial bike 
motorbikes, uh, racing, you know, you just name it. It just goes on and on and on. And yeah, we want to try to bring you all that. And because we just had something recently presented to us, which is really cool, we wanted to be share it with uh, share it with you, our listeners, because the people we ride with us have never mentioned it to us. So they maybe maybe don't even know about it. So the other day we were talking with a, uh, a sponsor friend of ours, yep. uh, David, David Werner. Werner, yep. Mm-hmm. And he's with Third Third Eye Design, and they actually make the product called InView. And we talked about that briefly yeah, on another episode. It's a, it's a wireless uh, turn Break signal turn brake signal light that mounts to the back of your helmet. helmet. It is the neatest coolest device that can save your life so we were on the phone talking to him got to know him real well yes. real real nice gentleman he's the one that invented this he's the one that's behind the company and so we're going to be doing some things with them in the future and as our conversation went on because I asked him I said well what do you ride mm-hmm. and he rides a BMW I forget exactly adventure what one bi- it's, an it's an adventure bike, bike. so it's yep. so that's what we're talking about today is basically adventure bikes you know I've seen them ride around and I, I always think Think to myself, those things look a little weird, you know. I, I wonder about them, but at the same time, uh, it's it's quite interesting, especially after we tell you what we've been seeing and what's going on. So again, going through the conversation, he happens to mention, "Have you seen this particular show?" And I'm like. No, I haven't. He said, well, it's sort of like a cult following. It's got a cult following. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like, you know, like I'm we're missing out. Yeah. yeah. Another mushroom over here. <laughs> so, Deb, what do you got? Yeah. Long Way Round is the name of the show. It's a, I don't know how many episodes, but it's actually a show that's filmed over several episodes. And right now you can get it on Netflix. Yes. Uh, that's if Netflix sends it a check. Just kidding. And it's starring, this was like totally blew my mind, Ewan McGregor. And Ewan McGregor is is Star Wars. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. A lot of other things, too. The guy is extremely talented. He's a director. He's all sorts of things. But, yep, he actually was a star in Episode One, The Phantom Menace, a Star Wars movie. And so him and one of his longtime friends, Charlie Borman and Russ Macklin, have partnered and decided to take this adventure motorcycle trip and where did they start what's the one we're watching now well, I think they just got through going to Ukraine, and I can't remember the other name of the country right there for just not coming to me. But they uh, actually, real quick on the history with them, they met uh, acting on a show, and they they were just one of those things where they hit it off. And Charlie actually had been, been the one that's had ridden motorcycles quite a bit, but they hit it off. And these guys are pretty hilarious. They're interesting. It's a unique sense of humor, but it's a lot of fun. And so they go on this trip, and apparently, according to David. There's two other series out right now. Um, so I, if I remember, that's what I heard correctly. Long Way Down, and I the think that they will be doing something. Long Way Up, because okay. they're going to different locations, up, down, and around. And so yeah. that's kind of how those names came together. But yeah, I mean, the things that we're watching them ride through, <laughs> I just sometimes, I cringe because I just don't know that I could do it there. I mean, they're muddy, yucky places. Oh, fun stuff. That, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it would be an adventure. Crossing so it'd be ad- water. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No, and, and that that's what's really actually intrigued me, and it has you too, Deb, because yes. you brought it up to me a couple times actually this this past weekend, which we didn't do. We we really didn't get out of the house because, once again, we're working in one way or another, uh-huh. and uh, you wanted to actually go down to the dealer and test ride one of these bikes. I did, and I still do, and we will, because I do 
want to just get a feel for it because in the show, it just sounds like such an adventure. And I know that they feel and look different. We've seen them in different rides we've done. And so I'm just curious. I'm interested. I, you know, uh, David was mentioning that him and his wife for date night, just hop on the motorcycle, pick a random restaurant they found from a coupon book. I like that idea. That was neat. And they just go figure out how to get there without the GPS map helping them. And so they just take their adventure bike and go make an adventure out of it. Yeah, and we'll have David on on the show in the future. He's a very unique guy, so we're not going to leave him out. You're going to want to hear from him and stay tuned to to listen to that when we get him on. It'll probably be a few weeks out, but that's coming, okay? So back to the show, it is, you know, as I watch it, because, see, I I loved dirt biking when I was a kid, and I I still would love to do it now. And I told Deb the other day, well, why would I buy a dirt bike if I could just go get an adventure bike? Because it's like two in one. Are they called like dual, dual? Dual. Dual sport is dual, what you know the technical dual term for that. Yeah, dual, dual, dual sport, sport. bike, yeah. Okay. Do, and it can be on road and off road, which is what the adventure bikes too. So I'm just curious that again, the adventure bikes look like they have a lot of built on luggage or pieces where you could really like pack camping gear and things like that. Now that camping in the wilderness isn't anything that I'm really intrigued about because it just seems a little scary to me. I'll take a hotel any day. However, I may think about it and consider it if You've we can put together. You've been camping before. It's not going to be any different. It's just that it's out by the road or out in the wilderness. Right. You you know, it's not like at a campsite, but we've camped where there is not really a campsite. I mean, we've put, camped in state parks before. True, it's state like parks. It's like in Arizona on... by the river and all that. Yeah, that's you know? true. So it's, it's just really not much different than that, okay. except you're out in the middle of the nowhere in their case. Right. In their case, there's nothing around. And they're, and they're in a foreign country, and so now they got to think about all the logistics and legality and being pulled over by police that need their papers and all sorts of I, crazy I do want to mention a scene that I saw on that that was very unique because I've never experienced it in my life. So this is something I'd actually like to experience on a motorcycle. And on the show, they showed a sunset. Now, I've seen sunsets into the ocean, but I have never seen a sunset to where it goes to the ground. So the plane is, the, 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 the ground is so flat for so many miles. I've seen it behind mountains, but I've never seen it on flat ground where where it just it just goes on the other side of the earth yeah if 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 you if interesting that makes sense. to think about that yeah you're right I I, I would to love to be able to see that and experience it because I was like I've never seen anything like that in my life and I want to see it yeah. so I don't know how I do it where I go if I have to go there Kazakhstan 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 it wasn't Pakistan I know that but I mean they have been through countries they're actually where they're in Russia right now is where we're at yeah they just went into Russia. Went into Russia, and you know that whole border transfer so, is interesting. So, if you've never heard of it, check it out and let us no. know what you think. And uh, we'll be covering it some more. And again, we're going to see what we can do to get some of that involved in the show. And who knows? You never know. Maybe one day Chuck and Deb will have an adventure bike, or we'll get you and McGregor on our show with us. That would be right. really cool too. That would be real nice. And Charlie, Charlie as well. Yep. We'll get both of them because they're a lot of fun together. So that'd be really cool. So if you guys are listening, Charlie and uh, you in McGregor, you in, yep, you know Just where we are, guys. Us. It's, That's it's right. uh, Biker Life. You want to be right here on Biker Life? Hey, we'll even go ride with you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come visit. We will go ride. We're not afraid. Are you, Deb? (laughs) No, I'm not. They might be afraid once they see my hideous head. (laughs) Not that again, please. (laughs) Let's just go shave all the hair off and not worry about it. 
All right, so there's a good show for you guys to watch. I know, actually, we've named these segments in the past, and we probably should have remembered what this one was. I, I don't remember. I don't but know. We're it's just a really having cool some fun show. today and uh, just talking about some things that have come up that, that we found very interesting. And, and if you guys are out there, if you've got uh, some of our listeners are already in that market, if you're an adventure writer, we want to hear from you. Get out there, follow our page, comment, because we're not just about Harley Davidson's. We're about the whole gamut of motorcycling because it is biker life in whole. And we want to cover all the biker lifestyles. And if there's something else we're missing and you want us to know about it, let us know. I mean, we're, we can all, you know, we can only find, come across information and it's better when you reach out to us and let us know. Absolutely. So be sure and listen to us and connect with us at bikerliferadio.com and email us. Let us know because that, you're absolutely right. That's how we grow and expand this Biker Life Radio to include all of the motorcycle mystique. And I love it because there's just so much to learn. You know, you get you get involved. You think, oh, I know a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, there's so <laughs> much out there that is absolutely incredible. Deb, you've got a uh, neat story, I guess, that you wanted to share with the audience. I do. First of all, I want to uh, share with the listeners about an event that's coming up. It's Rossiter's Harley-Davidson and Minnesota Hog have partnered with MDA for a super fantastic event coming up called the Hunt for Summer. Now, MDA, I thought, was just children because I'd been involved with them in the past. But as I did a little more research, actually what I found out is that they are leading the fight to free individuals and families from the harms of muscular dystrophy, ALS, and related muscle debilitating diseases that will somehow uh, take away their physical strength and independence of life. And as I started to think about that, we knew someone that suffered from ALS in recent years. And that person, Denny, we actually watched that illness and disease take a lot of his pride away, a Mm -hmm. lot of his self-dignity away. And he was a very active fisher, fisherman, I guess I should be the right say. Um, kayaker, love to, to fish, was always on the water. Um, he lived here as well as up north, so obviously on the water in both locations. Very, very active guy. And over the course of the last several years, you know, fighting this battle with ALS, we watched him physically deteriorating. We watched this very upbeat, positive guy, you know, just begin to shuffle in his walk. And that was a little sad to see. And I also remember at one time when we were talking to him, he would grab one of his hands and hold it close to his his midsection of his body. And later I came to understand that that was because he was embarrassed about the shaking and tremors that he suffered from the ALS. Oh, okay. And so it just really touched my heart to think about that because that's what MDA is all about are those muscle debilitating diseases and what better group and organization to partner with as a writer than MDA. Yeah, to so, help them find a cure for this, obviously. Correct. Absolutely. So the hunt for summer. So I just wanted to share that quick story because it has impacted and we've watched those that have been impacted in our lives right here personally. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about that story because we have partnered with MDA as well. We've got a sponsorship page and partnered with a team to raise funds. So if you haven't yet, again, if every biker that's listening to us gives $10, $5, whatever you can to this great organization, we could do phenomenal 
phenomenal things in this local area to help with that partnership. So how you can get involved uh, besides finding our Facebook page, um, we'll also put it up on our website so you can get that information out there as well. But you can go out to the huntforsummer.com and here's some of the details for the ride. It's actually scheduled November 16th from 9 to 6 at Rossiter's Harley-Davidson. You can simply start your fundraising today. All you need to do is either sign up individually or build a team of up to six people. So get out there. If you don't want to participate, please help us raise funds for this great organization and cause. And I just wanted to share a little bit about Denny because we saw firsthand the struggles that this disease took from him. Yeah, And maybe you know somebody out there that uh, is suffering from this disease and can obviously use the help from MDA. And actually, Deb, I think we might have already mentioned this, but we're going to be out there helping support the MDA and we're going to be doing some things with them, right? Absolutely. We are co-sponsoring as EMCs, and so I'm excited about that opportunity. But, yep, anything we can do to help in this local area, and I would like to sponsor because MDA was huge up in Daytona about doing a ladies' ride, and wouldn't that be the most awesome thing for us to get a ladies' ride in this local area? Partnering with Tampa, St. Pete, there's lots of lady riders in the area that I think may be willing to come out and really do some great things. So it might be something in the future, so you want to be sure and stay tuned and listen for those upcoming things. Okay, you mentioned a page. Do they actually give you a page or is that just strictly through Facebook? Huntforsummer.com. Once you register, they actually give you a donation page that you can spread to all Well, that's of those. what I'm talking about. Our donation page, we have a page? Correct. Or is it just through Facebook? It's a donation page that I have posted on Facebook. Okay, so I can actually use the link. Yes. And put it in on our website. website is that correct? correct? Yes, you You're sure certain. can. Absolutely okay, positive. Okay, then what we'll do, we'll go ahead and put a link out. If you want to donate and help out with the MDA, the link is going to be chuckindebshow.com forward slash MDA. All right? Sounds great. So there it again. Chuckindebshow forward slash chuckindebshow.com forward slash MDA. Thank you. Yep. So the other thing I wanted to be sure and mention, because I know time is winding down. However, I've recently connected with Misha, which Misha has a 5013C not-for-profit company that organizes and puts together the sixth annual Reese Across America Poker Run. Now, again, this is something that we've heard about. We've not gotten involved, but we will get involved this year for sure, because here are the details. Make sure you make a note of it. It begins at 9 a.m. at the American Legion Post 312 in Sarasota, which is on 67th Avenue. Doors will open at 7 a.m. for breakfast, and of course, they're going to have some Bloody Mary specials, so be sure and come out. Here's the way it works, though. The last bike will leave at 11 o'clock. The cost is $15 per hand or $30 for three hands. And the after party will end at the Kirby Stewart American Legion Post number 24. Very good. Some things that are going to happen there. They're going to have the Smokey Daniels band. They're going to do some 50-50 drawings as well as silent auctions um, and winners for the high and low hands. So it's kind of some cool stuff. Another thing that I wanted to be sure and talk about, though, as I looked at their fundraising efforts, is they have already received sponsorship for 11,300 wreaths. I think that's pretty amazing. I think we can help get that higher. Absolutely, because there's only 3,900 left to go, and this is the major fundraiser. Only 3,900. Only 3,900. Yep. And we've actually 
Absolutely. And so we've actually connected her with someone else that may be Well, there's a whole story behind that that you could go into briefly and let everybody know because they know about the Sabina story. Right. If you've been listening to the podcast, you heard about that last week, I believe. So go ahead and start sort of there. That's how you found out about... Right, Misha. So Misha, I met. So. I, I called Misha. I found out that she was the host, um, not-for-profit company doing this. And so I just reached out to her because I know that Sabina and Another Broken Egg wanted to partner with this event too. So as well, they didn't we, even know about the event. So we, we we talked to her and we mentioned it to her when we saw her at breakfast that morning, and we said we'd get back to her. So you reached out to her, and she was willing. You know, Sabina and the uh, Another, Another Broken, broken Egg. egg. Uh, ho- hopefully, uh, they're willing to help out with. So go ahead. I'm sorry. So no, Misha said uh, the unfortunate news is, is that she already has all the stops for the poker run plan. So that was what was kind of thinking about, but not knowing. Um, But she gave some great suggestions. She said that other restaurants have partnered with this not-for-profit and this fundraising event in the past. And so I just made sure that everybody's connected and then, you know, I'll put them in touch with one another, which I've done. So I just can't wait. I think they're going to meet next week. And so I'm excited to see another broken egg partnering with this great event because after talking to Sabina she's going to be in attendance with us this year for the first time and we're excited that she can partner with us with the Reese Across America now wait just a second Deb because one of the things that uh, you were talking about there is Sabina and that the reason you called uh, Misha Misha, uh-huh. Misha and Misha and Sabina t- uh, Misha told you that one of the ways which I don't think you indicated here was that there was a handout why don't you explain exactly what she wants to do with the uh, another broken egg and how they might be able to help well, I didn't want to kind of let the cat out of the bag because I'm oh, not sure right. if it's going to happen. Well, it might not However, happen, but it's a neat idea. Yep, she said what she's done with other restaurants that wanted to participate and didn't make it is that they actually had a slip on each table for those patrons that came into the restaurant that may want to donate and learn more about what the Reese Across America is all about. So they it was an education tool as well as an opportunity for them to share and spread throughout the community what this great organization and this whole fundraiser's all about. Okay, cool. So hopefully that comes to fruition and all that works out. And we'll keep our uh, audience, our listeners, absolutely uh, informed. Yeah. Well, you know, as I was thinking more about this poker run, and again, we I think we've talked about poker runs and what that's all about. Yeah, if briefly you haven't, we have. Yeah. But I thought, you know, maybe everyone doesn't know what the Reese Across America is really all about. So I wanted to be Just sure like and Sabina share some of that, that first. Correct. Yeah. yeah. She didn't she, know. She she saw the motorcycle. Right? She said it must be big, but didn't really know. And then and she saw the truck research. and. Just decided to look it up and that's when she broke out in tears because her mother and father also served in the served, military right. so but go ahead yeah so Reese across america is all about remembering the following fallen and honoring those who serve in addition to teaching our children the value of freedom i thought that was amazing repeat it. i think it's worth repeating they remember the fallen Honor those who serve and teach our children the value of freedom. (laughs) Very good. So, and that's all done by placing the wreaths on the graves at the Sarasota National Cemetery. Now, this year, it's going to be held on December 14th, 2019. The ceremony will begin right around 10 a.m., so if you'd like to come. If not, it's very heavily supported by the American Legions in the local area, AMVETS, what are some of the other... Patriot Riders. Patriot Riders, anybody that really has been a service member 
comes out full force on this day and supports this organization in the lane. Everybody of the and anybody's welcome. So if you'd like to learn more, you're welcome to do so. ReeseacrossAmerica.org. There's a way to donate there. You, there's also a way if you'd like to volunteer. So this does not go without a ton of volunteers that are out there unloading, you know, tractor trailers with Reese and getting dirty and nasty and sappy. And it really doesn't matter. But the other thing that I think is really important that, and I didn't find any statistics, is the drivers for the Sarasota National Cemetery over the last several years that we've been part of donate their gas, their time, a lot of different things that they contribute to this event being a success as well. And also that's emceed by our local DJ at CTQ Maverick. So um, it's just a great event, a great honor of those in service. And, you know, the one thing that I learned from Misha, which is important to us, is that she stands firm and strong that the families have the opportunity to go place Reese first before the public does. And, I, you know, because I know, Chuck, your dad is buried there, that it's something that's really important to us that we have the first opportunity to go lay a wreath on our family member's grave. So um, I, I was proud to hear her say that. Yep. And there's, there's other rules. but So when if you go, just pay attention, listen, and be kind enough to follow the rules that they have in place because they are in place for a reason. That's coming up just a little ways down the road, but we will keep you informed as we move forward. Right, Yes, Deb? absolutely. And I just, you know, it, sometimes it takes planning ahead yep. for some of these events. So I didn't, you know, I, we've been caught off guard a couple of times where it's like, oh, gosh, it's next it's week. <laughs> and, you know, so again, if you work on the weekend, sometimes there's a little pre-planning just like for Sabina. So I don't want to, you know, disregard that and not have it out there long enough or far enough ahead that some can make it happen for them. Sounds good. Okay, Deb. So we're about out of time, but before we go, I think we should let our audience, our listeners know about what we've got coming up in November. Actually, I wanted, we just ran out of time. I wanted to give everybody a list of where we'll be, but let's tell them what we've got planned on a daily basis starting next month in November. November. I'm so excited about this. We actually have a plan to do daily podcasts for a daily program called Work Less, Ride More. That's right. Work Less and Ride Ride More. So what is that all about? Well, do you know what it's all about, Deb? Well, we're in the formulating process now, but it is a way to connect daily, but also for those that maybe don't have the lifestyle they want or have the opportunity to get out and ride and do the things that they love and or are passionate about, we're going to bring tools that really give them the opportunity to shift gears and change their direction so that they can work less and ride more. Does that sound good to you guys? We'll bring some good content, some good information so that you you can take action on and go out and work less, and ride, ride more. more. But All there's right? a run key element. Why are we starting it in November? We're not, but we're just starting it in November. Why? You tell me. So that everybody can have a head start in the new year? Yes, I think that's a great thing to think about. You know, a lot of times we wait until the beginning of the year to get started, but why not get started ahead of time so when the new year comes around, hey, we could just step into it and take off and make things happen. That's right. So that's our big plan for November. It'll be on a daily basis. We'll tell you more about it as we move forward. So we just want to let you know about that. Deb, tell them. Let's wrap it up here. All right. So be sure to follow us on Facebook and on our website, bikerliferadio.com. Listen to our podcasts on your favorite podcast station. Be sure to share, click the heart, share your love and subscribe so that you never miss a show. 
All right. Well, again, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And thank you so much for listening listening. to Biker Life Radio. We'll We'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. Really appreciate you. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb. Heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM. WWPR. We thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week.